Bit of a different episode today. Um, we took the team down to Austin to check out Mothership, Rogan's new comedy club. So we did some shows. We watched some shows there. And um, one of the shows we were lucky enough to get into was Kill Tony. And during the show, Tony did say to the crowd, um, you know, please don't give any spoilers because the Kill Tony show is released like two weeks after they record. And then we did a podcast just talking about our whole experience in Austin, which I'm about to play. So out of respect for Tony, because he's such a legend and that show is so great, I just waited a couple of weeks to put it out. There really weren't any spoilers in there that I can remember, but just to be safe, I thought since we were talking about what's happening over there and how fun it was, uh, we'd just wait a little bit. So here you go and enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to a very special episode of the JRE Review. This week, we are reviewing our team's trip to Austin, where we got to check out the mothership, didn't we, Todd? Dude, did we ever, bud? Yes, we did. It was amazing. And we had some friends coming from town, some good friends of ours, David Godek. Hey, what's up? Trevor Wallen. Yo. And a real pleasure. It's and been, we, a great, been a great foursome. We had a fantastic time. So we're going to get into it. We're going to talk a little bit about Austin, our experience with comedy, and what we got up to. Let's go. You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. Let's go. All right. So we got here on Thursday, our first night. It was just Dave and I. Yep, yep. So you're up, Dave. Oh, man. Well, I came into town uh, Thursday. Adam was already here uh, for a little bit. We met up, immediately started uh, reconnecting. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got into it, dude. We got into it fast, and then we had we had a Rogan show at seven. That was fantastic, right? That's those the were first. La- those that's... were last minute tickets. Yeah, you know, glad that we got those. Didn't know what to expect. Yeah, first time at the mothership. First time seeing Joe Rogan for me. Oh, it was. It was. Damn. And what did you think, dude? He crushed. I love the topics that he covered, and his take is so solid on so many things, and. To be able to pull so much comedy, so many jokes out of that stuff was unreal. How was it for you? Like, you've listened to the podcast forever. You've seen him on the UFC. And then to finally see him live. I mean, obviously, you've seen his comedy before. But, like, how did it, seeing it live in that environment, how did it hit? Oh, man. He just crushed. He crushed. It was, it's seeing a absolute professional at the top of his craft performing in the club that he built in the new city that he loves that's like home field advantage 
He crushed. Dude, it was so epic. And then right before him was Tony, which was a goddamn pleasure, oh, of God course. Now, yeah, you'd seen Tony before or no? Yeah, once live in uh, in Tampa. Okay. and But I've been watching Kill Tony like every episode for like the last year. Love that. And t- yeah, t- Tony is just, he's so savage. It's so brilliant. It's unreal how quick he is with these spot-on picks at the person, the act, you know, him and Lucas, the 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 uh, chemistry that they've got. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. And uh, he just floored it. The club as a whole, Metsy's Bar is a beautiful bar. Security is spot on. Yeah, don't bring it, a pocket watch. It's no pocket <laughs> pocket knife. I'm you can sorry. you can bring a pocket watch. You can bring a pocket watch. Don't bring a pocket knife. That was my mistake. Yeah, no knives, no guns. <laughs> like security is spot on, exactly how it should be. The whole place seemed to be run like a well-oiled machine, and it hasn't been open that long. It was um, really impressive to see. Yeah, it. the the service was they like wouldn't get in the way they came to you at the right times polite they were great mm. yeah and i mean there's kind of a dynamic because it's on sixth street where you have to like queue around the corner and you know i wasn't sure how that would go i was like oh this seems it like it did it seem be- strange at first well i thought it like oh this is going to be clunky but it really wasn't they have the line set up everyone that works there knows it seems to know exactly what's going on yeah where where you need to be how you need to get there they take you around the corner they get you set up it's just smooth everything ran so smooth very impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, after being at, to a lot of different comedy clubs, th- they, it's unusual. It's yeah. an unusually special place immediately. And yeah. the energy on that street just in general for a party is yeah. exceptional. But then also, if you think about it, it seems like there was a lot of intent in all of the building, everything. So you walk into the lobby, there's all the legends on the left, left-hand wall. Mm-hmm. All their great albums, but it's like classy, looks good, mm-hmm. restrooms are nice, Mitzi's bar, on point. Yeah, it's like clean the, as fuck. Yeah, and the showroom is, like, you know how Rogan talks about, like, he loves a club? Like, he likes doing clubs more than he does stadiums. He talks about that. Right, for hip, for training, yeah, of course. Well, and, but like he talks about it because the energy is different too. It's a small crowd. He always talks about low ceiling, all those things. Yeah. And he, you know that he put all of that thought into the setup of the club. That is Joe's expression of like, this is my perfect club. And he killed it. It's a great club. Yeah. It was so nice. So nice. There's like a little balcony in the big room. Um the rest of it is just laid out really well. I mean, just packed out. People wanted to see everything that was there. Just even getting a ticket is hard work. Very like, hard. Put in, you know, if you guys are planning on going and watching a show down there, pay attention when those tickets come on sale. And, and you know, they release it. They say it's like whatever. It's usually like 2 p.m. Austin time. You know, you got to sit there and grab them. It's so worth it. So worth the trip. This was one of the most fun weekends I've had, and I can't even tell you how long. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What do you think, Todd? 
Well, thanks for asking, bud. Uh, I would say that this was an incredible trip. Kill Tony tonight. Uh, we just got back from Kill Tony tonight. And Adam Ray, absolutely crushed. He's one of the best guests I've seen as a, as a sidekick to Tony. That was very impressive. Um, I will warn all you folks out there, do not order water, okay, when you go to the show because they're $8 a piece. Other than that, the club was amazing. But don't order, don't order your liquid death water because it's $8 for a can of water. It's very true. Um, and they kind of sneak it up on you. But we were lucky enough tonight to get in. Uh, we sat in the standby um, line for three hours tonight, and we were the last four people into the clubhouse. Freaking dope was that. So lucky. So. So lucky. Unreal. Um, what was it? Two nights ago, we saw... Uh, Holland Williams. Thank you. Harland freaking Williams had the best crowd participation that I've ever seen out of any comedian. I mean, that guy, talk about somebody who can work a crowd and can get into just the some of the best, unbelievable one-liners from the crowd. I mean, he, he would be like, oh, so how are you doing, ma'am, tonight? How are you doing, ma'am? I mean... I, I'm 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 fucking that up, but <laughs> but but that guy, I mean, I just had no idea how hilarious he was. I've never seen him live. I've never, you know, I've seen like what what he was in Half Baked. Uh, yeah, from like what was that, 1999? Probably. Pretty sure that's the last movie I've seen from that dude. And he was weird. He had a twitch. Like no clue how fucking legendary his standup would be. He's OG man. He's been doing stand-up just forever, for sure. I mean, absolutely superb. And, I mean, it was... The show we watched last night was uh, Montgomery, Adam Ray, and Holland. And it was one of the funniest sets of three comics. Just, like, the funniest... One of the funniest nights of comedy I've ever seen. It was painful. Yeah, we were crying. I didn't know what to do. We were crying. Yeah. Now, Trev, have you seen much stand-up comedy in your life? No, I haven't. A couple times there in Albuquerque, but that's it. What did you? Th- how would you describe last night? I know you were having a lot of fun. I could hear you behind me laughing. <laughs> you like you, you can just feel everyone's energy yeah. around you as their bodies just kind of fall to pieces, laughing and enjoying the moment. Uh, they just kept hitting, man. One after the other, just kept setting you up, and I just was laughing so hard, I was started to choke. <laughs> I just, I was like coughing. I I couldn't keep my shit together, dude. Yeah, it's I, it was I, great. I almost don't know how they built that kind of energy in there. I think a lot of it is that people have been so excited to see this club and go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know how excited we were that yeah. we were not the only ones. Believe me, like. So many people probably came from all over to see these yep, types of shows. From all over, yeah, and legendary stuff. Well, I mean, okay, so that reminds me of a couple of the amateur comics that came up on Kill Tony tonight. Two of which, out of what the one hundred and seventy-three people that signed up to be on the show today. I mean, just think about that: one hundred and seventy-three people were standing out back, yep. waiting. To hopefully get it, get their name now, pulled. Now, Kill Tony did say while we were watching the show not to mention 
a lot about what happened in the show true, tonight. True, 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 true. Because it's not being released for two weeks. Now, we did already talk about Adam Ray opening up, but maybe I should have said this before. I didn't think I needed to, but it already done. But just generally, the the whole kind of like, how did you, I don't know how much Kills Tony you've seen, but what did you, Todd, think of like the whole setup, just in general? Like how it flowed, how much fun people were having, you know? I would say, um, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a music lover, so I would say that that band holds the fort together. I mm. mean, they started out, it was, you know, it was trippy, they had some great music, but during the performance, right, that just the way that the band vibes with the comedians and the amateur comedians that come up and the the bits that they throw in, the cat sounds, the fucking whatever, like they just, they're just on point. The band really kind of, you know, brings the, the room together. Right? Yeah, and the band does a great job at the very beginning of the show to get everybody kind of vibing. They probably played like, what would you say, like, five six songs and it was all just amazing jam music yeah i mean sometimes you would get a dj at some places you know the comedy store maybe would open a show with a dj but just the fact that they have a band makes that show something very special and there's just an energy in that room that tony creates and there are just so many moments that you can see how like absolute like he's an incredible human being Tony? Yeah. yeah the way he holds that show together, how quick he is, how funny he is, how he does his interviews, everything about you know what he's practiced on that. I mean, they've done so many episodes. Yeah, it's like 10 years at this point. He's such an absolute professional. Yeah. And now it's just he he almost doesn't know how to not crush it. Right? It's in his genes. Right. You could like watching him at the at the table up front just kind of directing everything he knew exactly when to get the uh the amateurs off and for adam ray he know and the regulars he knows how to set them up he needs he knows exactly how to like egg on hans kim and william montgomery he knows exactly how to egg him on and mm-hmm. something that he knows is going to be super funny yeah. it's like oh i know you got more come on dude he's so good it's just exceptional and it's such a different type of show as well when it comes to like a comedy show in general i mean usually you just get acts that go up and then it's like all right there's this act this guy this one bring up the next one that whole show is like a party it's like going to one of the best parties you can imagine it really is there was so much crowd and uh interaction and enjoyment Mm -hmm. everybody was so on fire to just either like enjoy watching someone eat shit in front of everybody yeah or like if someone crushes they the um the employee from the club that got on tonight she did an amazing job yeah we won't go further but if you are a fan of kill tony watch that because these are the people that rogan picked for his club and he loves Kill Tony, and he's trying to get these people into the scene. He's trying to make more professional comics. And that's really what it is. It's a staging ground, yeah. right? And it may, be exactly the mo- right. it may be the most important one 
in a lot of sense for like finding these unusual comics that I don't know. I mean, not to say that they wouldn't, they couldn't find their own path. Like it would be like any comedian, right? You just do open mics and you work your way up. But that's a that's a special place to have that spot. If you kill that one minute, yeah, it's almost they like they invented a new thing to make comedy greater and more prolific. Make it great again. Mm. <laughs> kill Tony is so, making comedy great again. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. What do you what do you like better? Do you like better when the, when one of the amateurs crushes the minute or do you like it better when they fucking bomb and get railed by tony but that's the thing that's I the think, beauty of it right but i think both are just as good yeah in a way i agree it's like don't get me wrong i love to see those minutes and when tony sees a good minute he loves to give all the praise because he wants to see those winners but at the same time he wants to i think highlight how fucking hard this is and just be like yep that's what we get you're not funny you're not funny but then let's find out who this person is goes into that interview and then there's still a chance for them it's like him trying to find out who you are okay you weren't funny today or you bombed today which is often what people are going to do but the interview if you're just honest and yourself with it oftentimes you get something really special out of that person we've seen it again and again where the interviews were way better than the one minute in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he's like, okay, there's something there because they're professionals. Like he's done this for 10 years. He watches comedy all the time. He sees what sparks are in there. He's good at pulling that out. Like you watch how closely Tony watches those comedians, right? He's like, it's very focused. He's not really there just to destroy him. He's like, let's see who the fuck you are. Give it to me now. He wanted honest answers. Mm -hmm. And I, he always does that. And I love it. And it's a good chance for somebody to kind of really open up and fucking just get right into it. Yeah. Speaking of getting right into it, should we talk about uh, the things that we ate last night or should we not? We probably should. I think we should because that was... Uh, I I felt blinded by the light. Well, Todd, uh, so what exactly did happen? Because I remember watching some great live music at an amazing bar just down the road from Rogan's Club. Well, let's, San, San, let's, San let's set the scene for the whole day. San Jan, yeah, okay, right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So we had some great MotoGP racing. Yeah, that's why I was in town. Yeah, massive fan, and watched the races. Made it back into town. Ate some great dinner. Unbelievable barbecue, barbecue. Do we remember what that place was called? Lambert's. 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 If you go to Lambert's. On 7th get, Street. or La Yeah, 7th Street in Lamar. Yeah, get the muscles because they were oh, fucking unreal. Yeah, shout so out to good. Lambert's muscles. Yeah. Take a loaf of bread to sop up that juice. <laughs> That's how good that was. That was absolutely and, right. And great sauce, too, for the for the that fucking sausage, dude, the jalapeno cheddar. Woo! Yeah, that was the, the next level. The barbecue yeah. here is amazing. Rode some scooters around as well. Yeah, yeah we Cruise scooted. Some scooters. Yep. Like and, a bunch of lunatics uh, all over the city. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Hop some curbs. <laughs> yeah. So Avoiding fun. traffic the don't, best we could. Don't go on the trails. Yeah. You'll hit some rocks. You might hit some people. Yeah. yeah. Then watch we go out. up, watch some of the best comedy of our lives. We head to this other bar. And again, the name of the bar, I, I forget it. Sanjan. Oh, San Jan. San Jan. San yeah. Jack. 
Oh, San Jack. Oh, San Jack. Right. You're right. Sorry. San Jack on 6th. Yeah. You got to go there. Yeah, it's a very skinny bar, not a ton of room. However, we saw two bands while we were here. The first night, the important night. Yeah. It was two sisters and then uh, a drummer and a guitarist. And they were uh, unreal. Amazing. They're so good. Yeah, I wish I remembered the name of that band, too. Sisters. Sage Sisters or something. Sister oh. Sage. Sister underscore Sage. There, there we go. go. Follow them go. on Hashtag. the grams. Hashtag. They, so, Todd, Todd. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? And Todd did it. <laughs> Todd was, was dancing. Loose. Todd was owning the dance floor. Daddy Todd. was dancing. <laughs> Daddy was dancing. <laughs> Daddy was dancing so hard. He he was directing traffic. He was. Uh... <laughs> there was nothing Todd hey, wasn't doing. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let, that let, time. Me, let me interject. Okay, Todd, this, tell us. This is what happened. So no one was fucking dancing until I started dancing. Okay, I was trying to get the vibe right, and it worked. So there you go. You're welcome. Mm. It was great. Well, birthday boy was up there, but that was more flailing around, really oh, good drunk. Grief, yeah, yeah. So a Mick Jagger song comes on the Rolling Stones. Todd gets in there, does one of the best Mick Jagger impressions I've probably ever seen in my goddamn life. Just chicken dancing around the whole place. Fun. Yeah, just like he would. And uh, yeah, I think. Then what happened? We decided. Well, (laughs) Todd decided. Hold on. Yeah, because I heard, I overheard someone saying, hey, I'm getting shrooms. (laughs) Did I say that? Yeah, you said that. Okay. And then I said, hmm, it's been a while. But if they're going to do shrooms, I'm going to do shrooms. Okay, so we buy some mushroom chocolates. These things. Did we we pay for those? I paid for them. I feel that was your friend. I paid for him. You're welcome. I had to to Venmo for those. Okay. So we get some mushroom chocolates. We incriminate They come in this very... It's all right. We'll be fine. Very wonderful packaging, beautiful graphic design. As a designer, I was impressed. It was But it said like, it it said like, you know, small dose, medium dose, large dose. The large dose said 0.6 grams. So, of course, Adam and I decided to take... Two of those, and it reasonable. seemed reasonable. Yeah, not a yeah, big point deal. six grams. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, these these literally are about not even half an inch big square. Oh, tiny squared. They're very small, and they tasted like mint chocolate. You couldn't even taste any mushrooms. And anyway, long story short, Adam and I both take two of those. These two guys take one, which was a much better idea. Within a, what twenty allegedly. minutes? Twenty allegedly. minutes. Yeah. Within twenty minutes, we could not talk to anyone in public. Dude, it came on so fast. Sixth Street was an absolute nightmare. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so we 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 decide instead of going to the park, which was our initial plan, let's go to the park. We'll hang out. We'll hang out by the river. Colorado River, beautiful spot. Not the Colorado River. Whatever. (laughs) Shoal Creek. The Autism River. (laughs) It is the Colorado River. Thank you. I was right. Is it really? Yeah. Shut up, Dave. You don't know shit about the Colorado River. River. Thank you. I thought it was like Lake. No. There's multiple Colorado Rivers in this country. It's a big fucking country. Thank you, you, Trevor. Fair enough. We don't go to the river. (laughs) We, for whatever reason, decide we need to go to the Capitol building. We walk, what, 
maybe four blocks from Sixth Street, five, yeah. six blocks. And we realize we're in a fucking police state and everyone's watching us. Now, that could have been the mushrooms. Not sure. Oh, it was 100%. Either that. way, either way, we were in the we matrix. We were tripping balls, dude. Yeah. Tripping balls, hung out. Everything in, was moving, everything. To be everything. clear, this was not expected. It was not planned. Plan. It no, was not, not planned. At all. What we thought we were getting into was like a light buzz. Small amount of mushrooms. And then we would just hit up 6th yeah. Street. Yeah. Carry on drinking, hang out, and dance. the rest of this great night, and just have a good time with yeah. like barely any mushroom feeling. Instead, yep. but instead, it was mushrooms times a thousand. <laughs> yeah, plus possibly aliens and video games. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. So many video. I games mean, it was me. it was really fun, but wowzer! Like we had to leave the area. Yeah. I, what was it? Point nine miles from yeah, Sixth Street to our Airbnb. And it took us like five hours to get back. <laughs> and I wish I have. I thought it was I wish three I had days. A, I'm not sure. I wish I had a Strava. A <laughs> like I wish we had some Strava to look at. We made it, it so many, like a complete maze. Well, we zigzagged. We, we zigzagged, zigzagged back. We took the scenic so anyway, route many times. It was accidentally. Great. So that was last night. Yeah. We got through it, and then today we went to Barton Springs. What a spot! You gotta go there. Coolest spot. If you come oh, to Austin, absolutely. you gotta go to Barnes. Coolest place. spot yeah. in Austin. Very chill, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Smuggle in some beers if you can. Yeah, definitely. They don't bring a towel over there. Yep. One of the cool things that Damn. I thought about that is that was my first opportunity to really kind of find or experience a mild cold plunge, because the water is pretty damn cold. Yeah. And we sat in there for like. 30 minutes or so. Yeah, you were being a big pussy about that. Well, it just caught me off guard, man. It caught me off guard. I was like, natural Natural spring, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But once we got out, I felt like I hit, like it was a a little bit of a buzz for, I don't know, like 45 minutes. It was amazing. Picks you up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, so we... uh, I feel like everything we've done this weekend has worked out and it's been great. Even though we thought we were just going to take a small amount of hallucinogenics last night, it ended up being a goddamn whirlwind. Mm. Um, Go careful about scooters. That you know, the scooters. Yeah. I, that, that, this is my first experience with scooters in a city. What are you thinking about that, Todd? I absolutely love it. Oh, yeah? I'm not scared anymore. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a good time with the scooters, Trap? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's fun just cruising through the city, wheeling around, uh huh, dodging traffic. I almost ran over a, a runner. She wasn't very <laughs> happy with me. What do you like most about this city, Trev? Uh, it's a beautiful city. Yeah, but what, like, what, what is it that you really appreciate? You've lived here. You've been you. you yeah, lived, lived here in for San like a Antonio year for a while. Close yeah. to here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's just a cool place. There's a you know, it's got its own scene. It's different than the rest of Texas. It's kind of weird. And they embrace that, and they like the diversity of 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 the country. It's a pretty cool place. Yeah, yeah. Seems very diverse yeah. and chill. Yeah, right? like I didn't feel scared anywhere I went. It's you know clean. What I mean? There's a lot of cities. Yeah. You know, I've been to plenty of cities, and sometimes at night, especially on mushrooms, you get a little scared. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you don't know wh- where you're going, or you know what part of the city is safe and what part of the city is not safe. This kind of felt like Salt Lake City to me, where I could sleep in my car in the middle of the night and not be worried about it. And that's cool. 
Well, a lot of it on the way back was empty. Like so many of the places you were, it wasn't like people were just everywhere, you know? Yeah. It was it was calm and yeah. quiet. And I, then really yeah. quickly you have all these little streams around. I mean, they're not even rivers. Most of them are just like creeks. these little creeks that just work through the city. Yeah. And then down by the bridges, you have like a this is that the Colorado down there? It's Colorado. River, Love yeah. that. Yeah. People just paddle boarding out, yeah. just chill. Yeah, it's beautiful. Have it a great time. Yeah. Yeah. It has a nice, like a really nice feeling and, to this city. And how, how cool is it to see, I mean, just tonight, Monday night, we're downtown on 6th Street, and the amount of people that are, that are just hanging out, we, we, we hung out for three hours to try and get our standby tickets today, and we thank God we got them. Yep. We got in. But it's just really cool to see on a Monday... I feel like the comedy mothership is really, you know, bringing a new vibe to this town, and people are very excited about it, mm. and that's freaking cool. Yeah, right. It it's bringing this new energy not only to the city, but kind of like reviving Sixth Street, which is kind of a shit show lately. I feel like I saw some signs that was like, you know, bring Sixth Street back, and you know, a lot of crime and just people being fucking weird and on meth and whatever. And this is kind of like bringing some energy back to the city, like some good energy, right? Well, Rogan has talked about, you know, when he first got out to Austin and other people had like the amount of homeless people on 6th Street. And I mean, I saw some. It wasn't it wasn't anything out of control to any city I've ever seen. It was totally manageable. True. You know, they were doing their thing. And they would just hang in. Nothing to be scared of. No. No. Still good. Still good vibes. Yeah. Good bands. Good music. Totally. We finally made it to Terry Black's. Yeah. We thought there was going to be a huge line, and that was kind of like changing the our timing for getting over there. And I was like, well, when are we going to get over there? Like, what day or what time? You know, fitting it in. It didn't seem like much of a problem at all. I mean, yeah, it was busy, yeah. which it should be because it was fucking awesome. Well, they yeah. run, they run people through that line, yeah, real fast. They know what they're doing. Uh huh. You can't book a table, but dude, those beef ribs, <sighs> my god, wow! Look like Fred Flintstone would it's be a fifty-seven yeah. dollar rib, and it was worth every penny. <laughs> Fred Flintstone, yes. It was like the most prehistoric meal I've ever eaten. <laughs> that bone was like a pound and a half on its own. Uh, yeah. It was like, am I eating a dinosaur? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I didn't even know yeah. where to begin. I honestly was just, I was looking at Trevor and then looking at my food and watching him try and figure out how to get into it. And then that was it. I was like, I don't know where to start with this. Yeah. yeah. How much did you, how much food did you even get, Adam? You went so hardcore. It was a, an entire beef rib, which is like a about a pound of meat and yep. then what four sausages two yep. sausages or four two. two sausages and then like four or five bunch of brisket brisket yep and how did you maybe even do three that? sides yeah three sides because it looked amazing what you i wanted one you i wanted on all one. of it <laughs> i've been wanting to go to this place for a long time i was like i gotta try it all yeah it of course I, yeah i wanted to too was i just think so good. I, I think when i saw todd get his beef rib that was just ginormous 
it got me excited. Yeah, and it was I like just, the it was like the entry ticket to the game. You're yeah, like, yeah, I got one. I too. just pointed at that and went, whatever that is, I, I need want it. it. Yeah, but absolutely. I'd already made my mind up about getting a few other things. Yeah. so I was like, well, clearly I have to get that. Thing. I know. I was so disappointed because I knew like that beef rib was going to be super expensive. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh got to be done that oh, was amazing that. it's got to be done but then i saw you three fuckers get it and i was like ah they're not gonna eat all that shit <laughs> <laughs> but we did <laughs> you guys did pretty good todd todd was nice enough he traded me one of my pork like a little bit of my pork rib for a little bit of his beef rib yeah it was a uh, match made in heaven thank you todd beef yeah. rib was better God, yeah, I it just, was way better. Yeah, I just wish better. there was barbecue like that everywhere. Everywhere. It's like, think about it. In every state, people are thinking about opening restaurants to make money. Yeah, who doesn't love barbecue? Open a fucking... So good. If, fucking you, great if barbecue. your state doesn't have good barbecue... I mean, Montana, Montana doesn't have any Does that it? I found. No, no, not worth talking about. No, definitely not. I mean, there's some places. That's but, a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Go up there, open a barbecue place... Crush. Crush. I mean, they have all the buffalo. <laughs> buffalo ribs. Buffalo, buffalo, buffalo ribs. BBQ. <laughs> yeah, that's Imagine a, how big those ribs are. Yeah, that's a whole new uh, genre of barbecue. Ginormous buffalo ribs. Get it on there. $800. I, I do wish, and I don't know if this is like an actual barbecue thing. I know some places have like really hot barbecue sauces, which I do like. Right? There's that place in Albuquerque that... It's on Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and it has Mohawk, like the volcano yeah. sauce. They do. They oh, do like no, a, Buffalo Wild Wings. No, it's not Buffalo what? Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah, well, that's on Montgomery. Ghost no, pepper. but it's actual barbecue place. Okay. Yeah. What is that? Oh, barbecue whole hog. Place? Yeah, yeah, whole yeah. Hog. And it has like their hottest sauce, yeah, I think they call volcano. Yeah, that's right. It's very good. It's very hot, right? So I've just always assumed that comes with all barbecue. But at Terry Black's, they didn't have any hot. Yeah, it was just three sauces. A little yeah. bit spicy. Mild. I would say yeah, it was mild. That's yeah. that. That was my only bone to pick. Yeah, bone to pick. Thank yeah. you. Oh, your beef rib to pick with them. <laughs> if it was that. that beef bone, that's a fucking big bone to pick. No, because the night before at Lambert's, their, yeah, their sauce, sauce was better. They had some their sauce was point. better. But again, it was hot, right? It yeah, was like, the hot yeah. was hot. But that's the thing. All, all sauces need to be hot with barbecue. Is that like how it works? Because that's what I'm thinking, but maybe that's not how no, it's just most a variety, barbecue is. You know, like because both, both places had a really good mustard sauce, which I love. Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like they were missing on that real hot barbecue yeah. Yeah, sauce game. The, the hot was not that hot. No, not at all. But if you mix it with the regular barbecue, it was good. Yeah. yeah. Overall, it was great. So, yeah. The sides were fantastic. The but, beans were unreal. Dude, all of the food that we've had here is fantastic. Yeah. You well. know what? If um, if they would add one thing, like barbecue chicken, I would love some great barbecue chicken from them. Terry Black's, I mm. bet they would crush that. Did they not have any chicken not at all? There? I they didn't know. Turkey. They had turkey. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Anyway, you should try it, and you should also try Lambert's because they were both equally as good. Very good. I, I mean, that, and there's like five other great barbecue places here that we even get to. There's sushi. There's so much, so much good, good food, food in this town. But yeah, you just walk from our Airbnb. We basically are on Sixth. We walk past the Whole Foods all the way into town. It takes like twenty minutes into the city, and I mean the amount of bars and restaurants that we walk by. It's like it would take you. It would be ridiculous six to try months and to catch yeah. up with. Oh, so that. yeah, so long. And the people here are fantastic. They love living here. Yeah, 
the quality of all the bands that we saw are just absolutely superb. I'm struggling to find something that annoyed me about this place. Mm-hmm. And I'm well, trying to find something. I can give you something. It's going to be the, yeah, your friend. Oh, <laughs> I got one. Ubers. Ubers in this city oh, are having a rough fucking time. There yeah, but I think that might just be because it was a MotoGP-related thing. That might have been. Yeah. It's like took forever to get it's over so to the awesome. MotoGP and back. Yeah. yeah it's like you call an Uber and an hour and a half later, it's like spinning around <laughs> on your phone. Mm-hmm. Right? At least that was better than our Lyft experience where uh, oh, we yeah. finally got the Lyft. After an hour. After an least. hour. And the car sounded like it was on its last leg when we got into it. And then when we got into it, the driver was not the driver on the app. No. I also didn't catch. speak English. Not a lick of Spanish. Not a lick of Spanish. Not a lick of Spanish. <laughs> not a lick of Spanish. Fluent in Spanish. Sorry. Al- Lots almost of Almost T-boned somebody. Almost T-boned somebody. It was somebody. the closest to a crash I've ever been in in an Uber. Yeah. For sure. That was the first real... Uh, Road rage I've seen from a non-English speaking person firsthand. He was pissed. Yeah. And the things he said were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew what they were. They were hilarious. Yeah. He sounded very passionate. And then about two to three minutes later, all of a sudden the car's overheating. <laughs> yeah. It said like something like 250 degrees or something, Celsius. right? Oh, it, Celsius. He had it in metric. Jesus. Yeah, it was 203 Celsius. I was like, that, how is that not melting? You could cook a brisket. Yeah. <laughs> on his... Could totally... It was so... Uh, so then, yeah, we had to sit on the side of the road. Yeah. The car is not working. Yeah, it's he, overheated. I'm already like, I don't even know what to do now. Yeah, we didn't know what to do. And then and then he comes to to your window. And he had an app pulled up where he spelled out and translated, there's another car coming. Yeah, Google Translate. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And so the f- car finally shows up. And it's not to take us into town. It brought him a case of fucking Aquafina to fill up the radiator. <laughs> that is awesome. We were getting some mechanics. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Get things fixed. <laughs> yeah. But thankfully, that's all it needed. And uh, after about... Another twenty minutes, our arduous journey back into the city was uh, was done. Yeah, we finally made it. Now it was some of you guys' first time watching MotoGP. I'd never seen it. I don't think Todd had. Trevor, no. you'd never been. Now Dave is the fan. He's the one always sending us the MotoGP videos. You know, it was the first time I'd ever seen it. And when you you have me watch videos here and there and just get into it, so you love this stuff, right? Oh yeah, it's the it's the only sport that I follow, um, and I'm absolutely obsessed with it. It just comes from my love of motorcycles. Just when you ride a motorcycle fast through turns, the sensation of pushing through a turn is something that you can't understand until you do it. It's an extreme sport. It is. So crazy. Also, you follow UFC, so don't lie on this that, podcast. Well, all right? all right, that's fair. That's fair. But I, I would put those riders on par with the astronauts, UFC, with the UFC fighters, with how much yeah. warriors they are. Because when you see these guys going 215 miles an hour and going through turns at over 100 miles an hour, inches from each other, trying to just get any advantage. And they're literally risking their lives. 
That watching watch. that, yeah, I had, a, I had a blast watching it. What did you think about it, Todd? Well, the euros were great, even though they were twenty four dollars. The footlong corn dog that sat all day wasn't so great. Uh, what did I think about it? I thought it was great. I thought, I mean, I had a blast. It was super fun. There's a lot of people there. The energy was great. Watching, you know, the. Like you said, Dave, these guys are going 200 miles an hour and they're, you know, rolling through turns so fast and it's so loud. It's it's fucking exciting. It's great. Yeah, when I first got there, I saw the smallest CC bikes and they're just zipping around, making tons of noise. And I just assumed they were the fastest ones. I was like, well, they you can't go any faster than that, surely. And then Dave is like, no, dude, that's two more levels to this. Two more levels. And here we go. Now, you, Trev, you saw this. We went a couple of days. What was your yeah. feel? I'm just blown by, blown away by, like, the engineering of it all. You know, the, the finely tuned machines, you just hear them fucking revving up and just the way they shift and the, the whine of the engines and you can smell the fuel. I love the just the... The just, just the whole experience of it all. Yeah, they better not make um, electric bike versions. Yeah, if they were quiet, right? I mean, it's loud as fuck when they're so much of that is important. Yeah, it is. Because all I was thinking is like, hey, Tesla's are way faster. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, than most cars. So then you get the Tesla bikes out there. Yeah, they're way faster. But if they're driving by, making like the Jetson car sound. Yeah. It wouldn't be the same thing. <laughs> no, but they're fucking screaming, dude. They're screaming. Do, 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 do. And they're so finely tuned. It's amazing. It's not going to work. It's not. They'd, they'd have to put speakers on there just right. to make them. So then they can't ever get rid of the it's gasoline be, it's, on there. Yeah, it's fuel. No. Fine-tuned, man. It's it's amazing. It's got to be, yeah. And those guys are crazy. There. Mm. Those guys are crazy. Yeah, so they are warriors, dude. I think we're sold on that. Do they do a race here every year, Dave? Yeah, so far they have been doing a race every year here at Coda. They used to go to Laguna Seca in California. They used to go to Indianapolis. Hopefully, they bring more races to the country. But yeah, for now, like they they call it the rodeo, and they love it. They love coming to America. It's so funny, especially in Texas for that track. Yeah, they love that track because it's just so extreme. It's the longest track in the calendar. It has the longest straight of any track that they go to. So if they're going to hit a top speed, it's here. And America is the biggest. It's the biggest. And the best. And why would it not have the biggest track in Texas? Like, come on. Mm. Yeah. So, but what's funny is if you follow these guys, uh, the racers on Instagram or anything, I mean, they're young dudes, mostly from Europe. And so they don't have access to guns. So all of them, all of them, their first day here, go to like shooting ranges and stuff. And play Do they posts. really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they all have photos of like shooting AR-15s and like all these handguns and stuff. It's so funny. They're just like, yeah. Just get into it. Yeah, get into it. I yeah, love absolutely. that. Well, but if you think about it and you're traveling around like they do, I mean, you would want to pick the whether you're going to like a Paris track or a 
you know, one in England somewhere. You would want to just like do the coolest shit you could do in each country, right? Absolutely. That you'd like unique to that place. Yeah. I guess England, you could eat fish and chips. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Go to a pub. <laughs> yeah, go to course, a pub. Like... Go to the Red Rose, whatever. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Red Rose. <laughs> the Red Rose. Just throwing Spe- that out there. They're not Kiltoni. a sponsor. It, they are a sponsor of Kill Tony, but they not do sponsor Kill Tony. Yeah, the, the Red Rose and the Yellow Rose. So legally, we did have to go over there and take a look at it. Yeah, it was a mandate. Yeah. 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 So I've not been to a lot of strip clubs, but I can tell you that this one, you would have to be a lot to be better than that. Mm-hmm. It was the best. Yeah, like the room wasn't giant. It was a it was a fairly small club, which was nice. I don't like a giant place, you know. Um, there weren't it wasn't overcrowded, but man, the girls that worked there. Well, let let me put it to you this way, guys. You Uh-oh. were all there. No, there there were so plenty of standing room, right? We weren't we weren't like, you know, trying to push ourselves through the crowd, right? Because it wasn't really that crowded. And that was on what a Friday night or Saturday night? Saturday. So we go there Saturday night. There were more women there than people, probably. Absolutely. So that's all I gotta say about that. Well, what was funny too is uh Todd like got a little bit back into the what I do. I, Daddy's back. <laughs> what I do? Just at the club, you were just like <laughs> You were owning it, man. You were having fun. You like met the owner. Oh, true. Yeah, true. and all of a sudden he. So <laughs> yeah, so no surprised that Todd would talk to everybody. Yeah, absolutely everybody. He wasn't like dancing. Nice he wasn't like jumping up on the stage and dancing like he was at the other bar. <laughs> However, the the minute he talks to somebody, like they're like, I I love this guy. We're going to become friends. Mm-hmm. And then he introduces him to the owner, and the owner's like, Hey, do you need anything? Yeah. Well. That was stupid because I was just like, no. <laughs> you basically meant the mafia yeah. of Austin yeah. Yeah. immediately. Right. We we would have we could have done better, but I just said no. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I mean, great place. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic so views, fun. and I would say if you have any sort of an issue with strip clubs and your bank account. That Ooh. place might not be yeah. the You'll spot go to go to lose because your money. you're going to lose it quick. You may refinance your house. If your level of that is just interest, that's more of mine. The strip clubs are not really my thing, but it wasn't the worst view I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And it was a good time. Um, then you can save your money. You just spend it on the bar and have a good time and mostly upset the women because. They will come and talk to you and eventually find out you're not going to buy whatever the hell it is they're saying. You know what? And also another, uh, you know, credit to them. My phone had dropped out of my pocket while I was sitting down. And I stood up, realized it was gone probably 10 minutes later. My phone. Did I say wallet or phone? Phone. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Good. My phone was gone. Realized that it was missing. And I was like, shit, I have to fly out of here in like two days. How do you pull that off without a phone? Seems struggle. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to buy another phone right now. I went and asked one of the managers and she told me, oh, it'll be at the front. It'll be at the front. Not like go check with the front. Hopefully it'll be there. She was confident. And I went to the front and right when I walked up there, someone was turning it in. 
It was very nice. Does that surprise you, though? I feel like people's shit is falling out of your pockets all the time. I don't know. Like at a strip club, it seems like they into the business of stealing phones. What are you gonna do with a stolen phone? Could you even unlock it or fuck with it these days? I was I was panicking. I was very worried. Okay. All right. I think that has a little bit to do with the Texas charm. That was very nice. Yeah. No, for real though. Yeah, that Maybe. might be. Everybody here has been so goddamn friendly. That's just a big part good of people. just the energy that I've really enjoyed here. And I've heard that before about coming here. Yeah, It's absolutely. just like that. It has, it's a, you know, it's a city with skyscrapers, you know? It's a big city. But it has like small town feel. It does have a small We're town. We're not life. far away from town at all. We've got, we've just got this little you know, neighborhood that we're in, these nice little houses around us. It's all peaceful. It's all chill, you know, cute little restaurants. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Overall, it was like, hands down, one of the top trips that I've ever had. I've, it's been a long time since I've had a good vacation, and this was exactly what I needed. I Todd agree. needed it. I agree. Todd needed this. I one, agree. For sure. It's been, it's been incredible. Well, cheers, fuckers. This was an absolute cheers. pleasure. Cheers to Austin. Do it. Cheers to Rogan's new club. Absolutely. Good 100%. work, Rogan. 100%. Get down here. Check it out. Buy tickets. Make this a pilgrimage. I think we're probably going to have to come. This may be annual. Once a year. Every year for MotoGP. Absolutely. And if not, I'll just move down here and you guys can... Just stay with me. We'll do it this way. Love Fuck it. yeah. Love Let's it. go. Thank you so much for everyone listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Come check out Austin. It's the shit. We'll talk to you next week. Peace Later, out. guys. Peace, peace, peace.